Welcome to the Boss Auto Show. Buying or selling your vehicle during the pandemic is certainly different, but it doesn't have to be complicated. The staff at Boss Auto Sales in Quincy has years of experience, knowledge, and stories to share with you. Find out what the local car market is like and what you can do to help secure yourself the best deals here on the Boss Auto Show. Thank you for tuning in. This is Paul from Boss Auto. We broadcast live here today at WATD 95.9 FM. I'm your friend Paul here. So uh, I was listening to the um, my own commercials and I found out um, we're saying that we're trying to sell you cars. But I just want to let you guys know that we don't only sell your cars, we also will buy your cars. We help you do your lease payoffs. Um, if anybody want to talk about um, cars, uh, lease payoff, or anything like maintenance, body work, anything, give us a call today at 781-837-4900. We will be um, waiting for your calls. So um, we're coming back at the question and answers sessions, and we discussed a variety of uh, questions, and then we covered a lot of um, different aspects. Um, so I believe we were talking about Adam's questions on his Toyotas and Nissan's questions, and we had his... Um, um, wheels questions and you know, we discussed a little bit of Nissan's last week um, about his CEO's um, funny games but I hope they're all doing well so this week uh, we have a series of new questions coming in so I'm gonna uh, start with our first questions was Miss Cole he asked me what countries uh, makes the best cars? Okay, so uh, again, if you would, next time, please uh, be more specific because with more cars, um, um, I, I, I mean, cars, who makes better cars? Um, uh, German makes better cars. America makes better trucks. So looks like we have a listener, Paul, from Marshfield. Um, welcome, Paul. I, I'm just shutting the radio off. Oh, no I have a quick question. I have a quick question, and it's kind of difficult. I have a nineteen uh, seven Tundra, and um, I woke up in the middle of the night last night, and I went out to get um, some food that I left in it to put in the refrigerator. And it was. Do you have kids that have like little toys? It sounded like there was like a toy running, like on a battery or something, and it was coming from kind of like the rear passenger. Uh, fender, like the thing was like, sort of, and that's like um, a little louder than it was actually going. But I put my ear up to make sure it was coming from my truck, and like I live next to the fire station or whatever. Do you have any idea? So I turned the ignition on and turned the ignition off, and it stopped. I was thinking like a fuel pump, but it, the, the gas tank was on the other side. Uh, any idea what that could be? Uh, I let me try to help a little bit. What year is that Tundra, please? Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Um, maybe I'm just saying maybe. 
Uh, it could be when you said you go out, you come back, and then it come from the right rear quarter panel? Approximately. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. Okay. And, uh, it wasn't like I had a stethoscope. Okay. I'm not trying to be sarcastic or anything. Uh, uh, understood. So uh, I wouldn't sweat anything about it. There's no check engine line. The car didn't give you any like warning lights, right? Correct, and it started okay. up, like, I was just wondering, this can't be uh, anything positive, because, I don't know, when you shut off Tundras, this is like my second one, or actually my third one, when you shut them off about maybe like 20 seconds after, you can hear whatever that vacuum thing is that engages the engine, uh -huh. um, fuel uh -huh. supply, or whatever it does, it wasn't coming from under the hood. Okay. Um, I... I mean, again, I'm not a, a, a Toyota mechanic, but I wouldn't sweat on it. Uh, if, especially when you say if you started again and killed the engine, it went away. I would pay right. attention to it. And then if next time I would record what I hear and see and go visit a Toyota dealership and they probably help better. Truth be told, I don't think... If it wasn't the middle of the night when everything else, there's no car noise, there's no anything noise. And truth be told, if it was during the day and I went out there, I think I might not it. have even heard it. Yeah, yeah. So just pretend I never heard it, right? Pretend you never heard it. <laughs> I would do. And if next time's 3 p.m. or 3 a.m. in the morning, if I get up, go, go to my car, I would record uh, uh, what I see and I hear. And next time, I, hey, you, when you do an oil change at the dealership, and I, hey, can you help me? Do you know what this is? Because I bet the Toyota dealers, they know better than, than me do. I know, but I really appreciate your show. Some of the stuff you talk about um, is very helpful. Oh, um, I'm glad, thanks. But if I went into a Toyota dealership, I, it would be like a Saturday Night Live skit. I'm trying to explain something that's hard to explain, and at least you listen to me, right? Yeah, and, and, and that's what I did. I, I feel and, um, your pain, Paul, because this is why I did it once. I had this Mercedes coupe. I had a weird, weird engine noise, and I was a mechanic myself. I couldn't figure out what it is. And I was, the car was running, and um, I had a, a passenger in my car. And I said, you hear it? He said, no, I don't. I said, what? I said, I hear it. You don't. Okay. And next time I found it, I let the car running. I put my phone to the engine and record whatever that sound. I would have never thought of that in a million years if you didn't say that. Yeah, and then I went to the Mercedes dealership. I showed to the short foreman. The foreman tell me, hey, yeah, I know what it is. There's a bulletin issue to it. And then drop off the car, give you a loaner, and see you later. That's what was it. Interesting. I'm yeah. glad I called, and I really appreciate the show. Thank you. No problem, Paul. Thank you for calling in. It's a, it's a really um, uh, um, beneficial to be able to hear people talk about real nuts and bolts stuff with, um, w without just trying to fleece you, I guess, as well. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate input. Thank you. Okay, bye. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, happy Easter. Okay, so thanks, Paul, calling from uh, Marshville. Uh, so, okay, go back to the question that Mr. Coe had. What country makes the best cars? So I guess um, there's no, dif again, there's no definite answers to that. Um, definitely, I would say America makes the best trucks, no doubts, because uh, 
just because that's what we need and, and, and we've been good at it for years to come. Um, the new, brand new F-150 is just stunning and uh, the Chevy trucks is great. Uh, Ram is Ram is special, a hundred grand Ram. I have never seen one, um, but it's they coming out as a performance truck. So uh, I'm excited to see what happens there. And he asked another question: Supercharger, turbo, or NA, which is nature aspirated. Um, which one's better? Uh, I don't know. I like turbo myself better. Um, but that's just you know better for emission, uh, reduce emissions, and produce more horsepower, save more gas, um, produce more power, and then um, yeah, nature aspirated is just not. Uh, it's, it's sort of like older technology, but really reliable. Is is really does its job. Uh, it's not doing good at reducing emissions. Uh, it's actually on the, on the other side of this. And the one thing I wanted to add, which uh, a lot of people are, uh, forgot nowadays, is electric. So there's format of um, different uh, formats. So supercharger, turbo, and a and electric. So a lot of supercars, or even not even supercars, regular cars like a hybrid, they have a, a, a gas. Or, or diesel engine was added a third options, a second uh, backup options as electric. Besides turbo that they had in the, in the car, besides the supercharger they had uh, as a third uh, format of the, uh, where the power come from. So is electric the best? I don't know. Um, I'm sort of in between right now. So um, let's see. All right. So, and James, my friend James, uh, if you're listening, I, I saw you, um, I, I, you, the James, I think who is. Um, so you ask me that what luxury brand is more reliable? Audi, BMW, Mercedes. Um, I guess in my eyes, Mercedes is definitely better than Audi, BMW nowadays, as of today, in my age, in my eyes now. Two years from now, maybe I change. I don't know. I used to be a BMW fan, a big BMW fan. I love BMWs. Uh, I was driving around the city with BMWs. Um, I, and I, I believe I talked about this show uh, uh, last week about the uh, Honda Civic Type R, the menu gearbox that I could shift with without the clutches, get around cities, no issues. Um, perfect commute car with a little bit of performance in it. Uh, BMW was, uh, they have their great success back in, I would say, 1990s, early 2000s. They produced great cars, E30 M5, E46 M3s, um, even the E90, E92 version are phenomenal. Uh, they're a little heavier, uh, more luxury, more caveres. There's more, 
uh, whistles and belts on it uh, is thoroughly fade away from what BMW is, I think, in my mind. Uh, Mercedes is always Mercedes. They partnered up with AMGs. Um, and then it's, things just take off from there. The May, they bought Maybach. They, 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 they did a lot of merge. And then they started uh, Mercedes doing, which I think is a great, smart move. They depart the Mercedes truck. Uh, was uh, their passenger cars separately. So they put sprinters, their semi-trucks into a, a, a Mercedes truck division of United States. And uh, they're doing Mercedes USA in a separate uh, entity that focus on passenger cars only. Uh, smart because, you know, People buying fleet cars like Amazon's bought 2,000 trucks at one time, right? So uh, Mercedes Burlington did a deal for like a 900 unit Sprinter lease I, just earlier, um, 2020, I think. Um, when I heard the news, it was, wow, 900 units. But I mean, it's probably not even enough. They're probably going to buy more. Um, so that's different clientele. And a Mercedes passenger cars, the Mercedes passenger cars, is I love them. They're great, and um, they focus on uh, um, like business uh, casual, and they, they would like uh, 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 like a little bit of E class blended in C class. So um, yeah, Mercedes is just great with um, in my eyes. So um, we'll come back uh, after a little short break. Uh, this is Paul broadcasting live here at WATD 95.9. I see you around. So you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle? Buy it at Boss Auto. Boss Auto in Quincy has a fantastic selection of pre-owned vehicles, both luxury and economic. BMW, Audi, and Porsche, Honda, Toyota, and Nissan. They search nationally for the very best vehicles so you can drive home with the best value. And right now at Boss Auto, you can get behind the wheel of the pre-owned vehicle of your dreams with affordable finance rates, maybe even lower than three. That's right, meeting just a few hundred bucks a month. Visit BossAutoGroup.com, B-O-S-AutoGroup.com, and check out their huge selection of pre-owned vehicles. They'll buy your car, take your trade, or even work on consignment. Boss Auto has an incredible lineup of domestic and foreign vehicles, even rare finds like Ferrari. Search online and see for yourself why you should book your next car buying experience with Boss Auto. They're open for appointments Monday through Friday, 10 to 7. Book yours at BossAutoGroup.com, BossAutoGroup.com. Thanks for tuning in. This is Paul from uh, Boss Auto. We broadcast here at WATD 95.9 FM. We were talking about Mercedes earlier. Um, yeah, so went back to the story that the Mercedes passenger cars, um, they do, after they bought Maybach, they released uh, S600 Maybach in 2016. 18, 2019, then they released recently a, a phenomenal SUV. It's called a Mercedes GLS 600 Maybach, four-seat. 
Um, that particular truck, I believe they went over 240,000, just one piece, one vehicle. Uh, I don't know what kind of world I'm living in. That's nuts. But um, it's beautiful. It's definitely a stunning piece. It's, um, it's a nice car. Uh, and we, uh, we talk about uh, Subaru or uh, working with Toyota on certain ventures. And, uh, and um, Mercedes, and, uh, as far as reliable goes, Mercedes are working with other manufacturers, automakers as well. Um, they're not going to tell you, but all the Tesla's interiors and all that, the designs and all the materials, all the parts was from Mercedes. Um, it's literally identical. So, and then brought to the questions that I want to really talk about today is supply chains. And... Um, Mercedes are using, I guess, a lot of chips. Does it ring a bell, chips? That's, lately, did you hear a news that a chip shortage? Uh, this, and this is a lot of craziness out there. So I've talked in the shows before, the Ford shut their plans or reducing uh, uh uh, manufacturing power, reducing the pace. GM announced last week they are slowing down because of the shortage of the chip. They couldn't produce any cars, any trucks. Um, and then I did a little bit dig uh, into that. I go back to the reliability. Mercedes, not 100% Mercedes. Nowadays, they have to outsource. They rely on their vendors to provide them the parts. They rely on uh, a company all over the world that can supply them what they can utilize to make a passenger experience better, I guess. So there are millions of chips in it, uh, 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 tens of millions parts involved and then I did a little research that on this um, uh, uh, Mercedes that says so the chip shortage is gonna result in production shortage there will be less cars to be made but with uh, all the other stuff going on we have more demand all of a sudden while our manufacturing power are still in limbo. So there's huge disruptions out there that uh, there's big, big offset supply and demand. Um, and I've searched that this company that wanted to do the um, uh, uh, data uh, uh, Digging, they they couldn't get the actual data. It's just because every everything and everybody is so behind. There's no actual cars being produced, numbers in the plant. It is phenomenal that uh, people are nowadays that they doing these works. They're studying what's going on, all the trends and all. They're saying called estimate. And they're estimating, okay, people are sitting at home, they wouldn't need a car, and so they're slowing down. 
But they didn't estimate that there would be a chip shortage. They couldn't foresee that. So all of a sudden, because the estimation and whatever they did, the budgeting, planning, that didn't plan out well. So all of a sudden, we're in the middle of a shortage and, and, and huge demand. Uh, I saw a uh, former CEO of uh, Ford come out to the TV and says, um, there's big disruptions. Um, the, the, the auto industry is uh, experienced like, uh, uh, like an auto COVID. It's, it's, it's because of the COVID. Um, and then GM is saying they, you know, they, they have struggling. They're working very closely with their vendors trying to solve the issues. So as that, we can see clearly, um, as much as the manufacturer automakers wanted to do their best to make their cars not even uh, reliable to produce a car, um, it's not at the old days, I put an engine, put the truck together, and then I can, okay, put a sticker on it, it's for sale now. It goes far more complicated than that. Um, and went back to James' question, Audi, BMW, Mercedes, everybody's relatively the same. Uh, they all have the same issues. Um, but I guess Mercedes is so far, uh, like their services, their uh, um, uh, Mercedes USA have helped me personally a couple of times. Uh, they stand behind their product. Uh, they had a dash problem with me and then I sent the car to the dealership, Mercedes Hanover. They couldn't do their job right. So I have to send the car to... Um, Mercedes of uh, 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 Lingfield. So they took care of it. Uh, they're talking to Mercedes USA. They said, okay, I don't have this parts. You know what? I'm going to, this is a while back, not nowadays. It, it never happened nowadays. Um, okay, I'll ship you the uh, the parts overnight from Germany. And the whole dash comes in three days from Germany and showed up. Uh, Mercedes Lingfield put it in. Uh, of course, free charge because it's, you know, it's their fault. And then, uh, so I never experienced that with Audi. Uh, and I, I don't know if I mentioned this, Audi R8, the issues that we had with Audi um, uh, of Norwell, that's, they helped us to find out what happens. Uh, as there's bird nest and it's underneath the transmission and all. Uh it's just because previously her chamber didn't really fix it well uh, and it's just and Audi wouldn't uh, I mean I don't know I wouldn't put that on Audi USA but it's just local mechanics or local Audi companies um, uh, that you know I guess one people doing this different business was other than different than the other people so but anyways Mercedes are great in my eyes I love them nowadays so, um, James, I hope I answered your questions, and I hope to see you soon. And Tom, Tom said he would call. I'm waiting for you to call Tom Toe. Um, he asked me P1 or Senna, which one's better? Um, I would assume um, it's uh, McLaren uh, P1 you were referring to. I quite honestly knows very little about these two cars um 
But since you asked, I did my researches. Um, online data tells me that P1 is a little bit uh, uh, older than the Senna. Uh, we have Porsche, uh, not Porsche, um, the McLaren Norwell over there. They have one stock, I believe. So for folks who need a McLaren, please go visit uh, uh, McLaren Norwell. So um, they, uh, yeah, the, the online data says uh, P1 on the drag race, the wings center. So um, I hope I answered these questions for you clearly. If not, um, please be more specific next time. Uh, which one you wanted me to answer? Which what exactly the question is? So I think, in my eyes, they're both great cars. They're both the cars I would never buy in my life. I guess so far, uh, I simply couldn't afford them. They just the the price on them is nuts. It's too much. Um, and Mr. Aram, um, he says was current cars. Uh, I, I would assume this is the current cars, the uh, uh, manufacturers uh, nowadays, current cars. Current cars, which cars are most underappreciated? Fantastic topic. I, I've loved that, this uh, question. Um, in the history of cars, we've talk, I think we talked about um, Subarus and Toyotas and all. The cars are underappreciated. Um, and went back to the topic, Mercedes S Coupe. That car, you can't now go on the market. I mean, even with the shortage of uh, the used car, you can go on the market. It's crazy used car market out there that everything goes up now. You still can buy this Mercedes S Coupe doesn't matter what year, 35 cents on the dollar almost from the original sticker. So when the Mercedes S Coupe come out, brand new, in the showroom, let's say 2021, I mean, they discontinued it um, because it wasn't selling well. So the company cut loss. Um Presumably, there's a 2021 Mercedes S Coupe in the showroom sitting in the Mercedes Hanover right now. You're going to have to pay, before tax, 220000 north of that with all the fancy options, fancy leathers you can put in there. You can th imagine whatever you can think about. Wi-Fi, massage, uh Auto stop, uh, autopilot, not a full autopilot, like a half autopilot. Um, it does everything. Night vision. Um, it's just stunning. You know how much that car goes out there nowadays. Even with the the it's it's, it's the, the 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 price already. You know, it's just too much already. You can pick up S five fifty coupe for sixty thousand dollar. And then for S63 AMGs, relatively, you can pay 70. And S63 AMG, brand new, is probably 230. 230, folks, that's a used Ferrari or McLaren or whatever, but you're paying brand new for a Mercedes. Because it was not paid attention to, it was noticed. Um, 
So it's very much underappreciated. I have a couple more things I want to discuss with this underappreciated uh, cars. I'll come back at it um, after the short little breaks. Um, this is Paul, my friend here at uh, WATD 95.9 FM. I'll see you a little bit. So, you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle? Buy it at Boss Auto. Boss Auto in Quincy has a fantastic selection of pre-owned vehicles, both luxury and economic. BMW, Audi, and Porsche, Honda, Toyota, and Nissan. They search nationally for the very best vehicles so you can drive home with the best value. And right now at Boss Auto, you can get behind the wheel of the pre-owned vehicle of your dreams with affordable finance rates, maybe even lower than three. That's right, meeting just a few hundred bucks a month. Visit BossAutoGroup.com, B-O-S-AutoGroup.com, and check out their huge selection of pre-owned vehicles. They'll buy your car, take your trade, or even work on consignment. Boss Auto has an incredible lineup of domestic and foreign vehicles, even rare finds like Ferrari. Search online and see for yourself why you should book your next car buying experience with Boss Auto. They're open for appointments Monday through Friday, 10 to 7. Book yours at BossAutoGroup.com, BossAutoGroup.com. Welcome back. This is Paul again. Okay, we were talking about the cars underappreciated. Now, the second one, I think, we were talk- the first one was the Mercedes S Coupe. Um, it's the first time they bring the S Class, give a coupe and, and a cabriolet, which is convertible. Um, S65, I've drove one. S63, phenomenal cars. Uh, S. Uh, S550 Coupe, they all have that. Um, it's a beautiful car. Uh, the second one is, again, Mercedes. <laughs> it's an AMG GTS or AMG GT. Uh, same thing. The car is brand new. Is probably looking at north of $175,000. Uh, without all the belts and whistles and uh, with the, all the added options you can put on uh it's approaching 200 i think um that car is going for a little bit more than sixty thousand dollars as well nowadays it's a two-door um very well designed care for built it's very tight car um it does things all around, like you go to drag racing, you do go to go to track, um, um, you, you park the car um, in the in the driveway. It's just it does all around. Uh, it just the only thing that doesn't do is uh, doesn't do very well in snow because it's a two door and it's heavy. It's rear wheel drive. But overall, it's a great car. I think it's a supercar, actually. And as his replacement is the model called SLS AMG, one of my favorite personal cars. That um, is a golf wing. I believe I saw auction um, going on not too long ago. A golf wing SLS AMG nineteen. 
1980 something, 1982, that model that went for the black one, that car went for three million folks. It's res- restored and everything's just like brand new. That car went for three million dollars. Oh, I don't know. Um, and the third one is Porsche. Of course, it's Porsche, right?、Um, the Porsche GT3 RS.、Um, I believe I leave a question last week.、Um, I'm saying like, electric cars, imagine that all the gas cars, big engines, manual transmissions. What would you do in 30 years later、uh, when you look back? Oh, I'm so regretted. I sold my Jeep Wagoner. I could have kept it now and it went for big money. Yeah, I, I would regret too. Um, but um, why don't we think about this? Because we know we're probably going to an electric car era. Why don't we just go on there and buy the, all these underappreciated cars, leave in the garage, and hope for 30 years from now it's、uh, uh, double, triple. Or 10 times as today's value. I, I think so. That's what I think. So I hope I answer your questions,、uh, Aaron. And if you do want to discuss more, you can call me, call my dealerships.、Uh, it's 833-888-8806. Talk to me in person and we can discuss more about this.、Uh, Adam, Mr. Adam,、uh, a great customer of mine. And、um, he asked me, he says,、uh, how important to put on a PPF, which is、uh, protection fume、um, and ceramic coating on the cars.、Um, I would say it's very important to the cars that you care for, you love, you wanted to keep.、Um, it's not important at all if I'm leasing this car for two years,、uh, I'm buying a, a A, 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 a daily commute cars. It's a, it's a winter beater.、Um, I'm just going to put 100,000 miles on it and, and dump it and, and all that. So it's not so important in that case. I believe, I guess, most of the、uh, people would love their cars and care for their cars. So they would put a PPF.、Um, Uh, on the cars, it's, it's a clear protection fume.、Um, what it does is it will help the stones and the pivots, and it goes onto the hood, headlights, front bumper, windshield,、um, sometimes quarter panels, and, and、um, so the, the tires it will pick up some more、uh, rocks and hitting your quarter panels. So, it helps you to do that.、Um, and、uh, if, in New England areas, we have a lot of snows, and there goes the thought. The thought will get picked up from the cars in front of you and then hit you right away. And、um, it's just so annoying to look at a, a, a beautiful uh, uh, front bumper with a lot of uh, uh, the stone pitted.、Uh, Chip on it, it's just、uh, annoying to me personally. And ceramic coating that's that's another thing that I want to talk about. Ceramic coating that does it help you to make the car shine better? No, it doesn't.、Uh, 
people saying, "Oh, it's an ego's trip." Uh, I I don't think so. The ceramic coating would help you to make the pen last. Let the shine would last longer. It wouldn't shine better, but it will help you um, smooth out the pen, filling the, uh, the 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 spots that you don't see and you you don't feel. And especially in a rainy day, it will help you to uh, like protect the uh, pants better, protect the clear coat better, and and, and it just uh, you have less maintenance. You have you do it one time, and all the others is gonna be a little less work for you. So um, that's that. And I want to come back with this chip shortage, with this um, everything going on right now. So the consulting firm, Alex Partner, in the news says they are expecting shortage. It will cut down to sixty billion dollars in revenue in global car sales. Sixty billion—that's a lot of money. And the reason being is. Semiconductor chips are used in a lot of areas, like in the cars, and it says, like information systems, power steering system, brake systems. Um, I guess that's, I don't know the exact term, but I think that what it does is help you to brake. So I think that's what it is. Um, and from the beginning to Source and manufacture this particular chip, and two, put it on the car. There are twenty six week lead time nowadays. Now twenty six week. That means if I have ordered a car, a Chevy Silverado, it would cost. It would take me. Twenty-six weeks to get the car manufactured takes maybe another week and a half, two weeks to ship to the dealership, and then I can go pick it up. So maybe total of thirty weeks, and we only have fifty-four weeks in a year. So that's a huge, huge disruptions. And the only was all that and. I saw the news and I looked at it. I come back and did a little bit. I, th- I was sitting there and I thought sixty billion. The first quarter they had fifteen billion out already. The first quarter, which with today's um, we're going to uh, Easter weekend tomorrow. Happy Easter, by the way. So I did mass myself and I went in search. By twenty twenty, the whole United States. We have sixteen thousand six hundred forty-six franchise passenger car dealerships, and if there are sixty billion in the global, and auto market in in United States are uh, let's cut it in half, and the revenue missing f-、um, divided in each sixteen thousand six hundred forty-six franchise dealerships. Is one point eight million dollar in revenue? They're missing, vanished, gone. They could never recover. If for the, it takes them 
26 weeks to get a new car delivered to them, and then they can sell to you. Um, so I guess, folks, if you want to sell your used car right now, sell now. If you want to buy a new car, lease a new car, don't buy, don't lease. Now, wait a little bit. Because right now, you're not going to get any deal done. It's just, this is a seller's market right now. It's, they have so little inventory they can sell to you. Okay? So if you want to sell your car or lease your car, give us a call. 833-8888-06 at BossAuto. Facebook.com slash BossAuto. Um, okay, that would conclude today's show. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, everybody out there, happy Easter. Thanks for tuning in to the Boss Auto Show. Come back next week after the news at noon here on 95.9 WATD.